Glory to God. Glory to God. Proverbs chapter 27. Proverbs chapter 27. The Lord's hand is in the middle of my back. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 27. And then we're going to also turn to Hebrews chapter 10. Amen. Proverbs. Glory to God. Chapter number 27. Hallelujah to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Proverbs chapter 27. One verse in this chapter. Amen. Verse number 17. Proverbs 27 and verse number 17. Thank you for standing to honor the Lord's word. Praise God. Proverbs 27 and verse 17. Iron sharpeneth iron. So a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. Iron sharpeneth iron. So a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. Even Now turn with me to Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter number 10. And verse number 23. Hebrews 10 and 23. Hallelujah. Hebrews 10, 23. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. You're there with me. Say amen. All right. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. For he is faithful that promised. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. But exhorting one another. And so much more as you see the day approaching. Hallelujah. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. But exhorting one another so much more as you see the day Approaching, amen. I'm going to title this this morning, We Need Us. We Need Us. I want you to pray and ask God, stretch your hands. This I need the anointing of God. Father, thank you, Lord, for your presence. Thank you for your, sp- for your word to us already. You've spoken to us, God, by word, prophecy, and interpretation. Now, Lord, we come to you, God, because we want to break the bread of life. And I need your anointing. Holy Lamb of God, express yourself and reveal yourself in this place. God, touch this flesh, Lord. I yield my body, God. Kill me. Kill this flesh, God. Oh, Master, I just want to speak for you. And I ask you to have your way, God. Give us an altar service, God. You're going to help us. And I thank you for it now in Jesus' wonderful name. And everybody said with me, Amen. God bless you as you're seated in the Lord. I'm glad to be here. I appreciate the invitation, Amen, of those that desired for us to come. Amen. We're thankful for what God has done, Amen, in our lives in the last little while. We've been in Bartlesville for 10 years pastoring. And we're thankful, Amen, for the opportunity to come here. It's been 15 years this week that we were here. And we preached this meeting and then we preached revival after. And what a wonderful time it was, amen, to be here with you. And so we're so glad to see so many of you that we 
remember from before a lot of new faces. Amen. But our desire is to be here and to be, amen, on the king's business. Hallelujah. We're here to serve the Lord and to do whatever he would desire us to do. Amen. I pray, amen, that you'll get in the services this week, that you'll let the Lord have his way. Amen. I believe in divine appointments. I believe in specific times when God comes and gives us, amen, those moments where we set aside this world and all the cares of life and all of our issues and situations and circumstances and we make an extra effort, amen, to press into the Lord and to the kingdom of God. I promise you, amen, you will not leave here the same as when you came. God's going to help you. Hallelujah. God's going to help us. In this place, amen. The desire of my heart, amen, to come and minister, amen, on this specific day, amen, is to encourage God's people, amen. I, I, I thank God for the songs that were sung, amen. And I, I remember Brother Mathis, I hadn't heard that song in a long time either. I used to have church all by myself, listen to Glenn Payne sing that song years ago, you know, had old tape recording of it and just listened to it, wore it out, amen. But I, I'm glad that I'm a child of the King. I'm glad that I'm a child of the King. Church, listen to me. Amen. God has made us to be together. God's made us to be together. Amen. I noticed, I took notice of just every individual that I was able to. Amen. When we came into church this morning and desiring to look each one in the eye. Amen. And just know, amen, that you're not here by mistake. That God has ordered your footsteps to be in this house. Amen. It is not good for anybody to be alone. It's not good for anybody, amen, to not have somebody. Glory to God. And I'm thankful, amen, for the family of God. Amen. Sometimes I feel like that my family of God is closer to me and I'm closer to them than even my own family. Amen. Because there are things that they bear burdens with and they pray together with and they minister to one another in such a manner, amen, that we just feel the closeness. And after all, that's that closeness that God has given us that we're going to enjoy for all eternity in heaven. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to heaven. I felt something a little while ago pulling, amen, from the other side. Didn't you? Didn't you feel that? Glory to God. If you didn't feel that, you're not saved. That's right. Amen. If you can't sing about heaven and not be moved, glory to God. And I encourage you to come find this king of all heaven. Hallelujah. Because his desire is to make you a part of what he's going to do in eternity. Amen. Amen. We are made together. Amen. Psalms 100 and verse 3 says, Know ye that the Lord, he is God. And it is he that hath made us. And not we ourselves. We are his people. I like that. And the sheep of his pasture. Amen. In this portion I read to you here in Hebrews chapter 10. There's some powerful words. I'm a word studier. I like to dig out the truth of the word of God. Amen. This old King James Bible has got some profound words in it. Within nestled in these scriptures, and if you, amen, you get bored about reading the Bible, then get you a Strong's, get you a dictionary, amen, and go to digging on these words. Hallelujah. One of the ones that I, that I love to study out and dig on is this word, amen, uh, to provoke. Hallelujah. To provoke unto love and to good works. Let us consider one another or behold one another, take stock of one another, 
It's the same word, amen, that is used in Hebrew chapter 3 and verse 1 about Jesus. And let us consider. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us consider Jesus. Amen. This high priest of our profession. And so this word consider means just simply to behold. Take stock. Look at one another. Amen. Don't just shake hands and walk on. But consider one another. Amen. And then it says to provoke. Now that word provoke means to sharpen. It's the same, it's the same word that is found in the Hebrew in the text that we read in Proverbs. Amen. Iron sharpeneth iron. Amen. Now I want you to think about that. You know, some folks, you know, they rub you the wrong way. <laughs> And when they do, amen, both of you are dulled. But if you get up next to somebody and you rub them the right way. In other words, you are a help to them and they're a help to you. Iron sharpeneth iron. So a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. Amen. In other words, his outlook, his really this facial expression. Amen. What people see. Amen. You and I, when, we, when we're put together and when we're rubbing each other the right way, when we're provoking one another, when we're sharpening one another, then both of us are better. That's the way that Jesus is with you and I. When he comes to us, brother, he comes to sharpen on you. He comes to make you better. Hallelujah. He's not coming to put you down. He's not coming to dull you. He's not coming to put you under his foot. He's not coming to destroy. He didn't come. He meant to judge. He came to save. Glory to God. I'm glad, amen, that the Lord's working on me. He's still working on me. Hallelujah. Amen. And so when we consider one another in that regard, amen, when we look to one another and we recognize where the need is and we try to meet that need for one another then both of us walk away amen doing better praise God let us hold fast the profession of our faith amen I like these inclusive words let us let our amen for he is and let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works amen to provoke to, or to to stir up this word provoke also means to stir up glory to God to stir one another Praise the Lord. You can come and you can have an attitude about somebody. When you look at him, you say, well, I don't know if I like that guy or not. You know, and so you just kind of walk around him. You know, some folks, when they greet one another, they, just, they don't even look each other in the eye. Amen. I got a couple of folks in my house at, back home, and they just, you know, Brother Gans, don't look at me. I said, why? Because you're looking right down into my soul. Amen. I want Brother Anderson to look down in my soul. Hallelujah. Amen. Because it might be, amen, that he's got a word for me. It might be that he's got an encouragement for me. It might be that he's got some help for me. Hallelujah. Amen. I know, praise God, if somebody's prayed through and you've been, you get around them, you'll know whether they've prayed through or not. You know whether they got a hold of it or not. You know whether they're walking in the spirit or not. Hallelujah. And they're not fulfilling the lusts of the flesh. You know they're not looking to be stroked themselves. I'm not talking about stroking somebody. Amen. That, that, that'll dull them. Amen. That's rubbing the wrong way. Hallelujah. But when we sharpen one another, provoke one another, and help one another. Amen. Then both of us are better. Amen. And why should we do that? He said not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. That word for 
forsaking, amen, is to leave in a lurch, to walk away and leave undone. It's the same word, amen, that Paul used of Demas. He forsook me. When you don't show up, like, can I just preach like a pastor? When you, when you don't show up, amen, folks feel like you have forsaken them. That's what this word means. When you're not here, when you're not, on, when you, when you're not coming, when somebody's missing, well, ain't nobody pays any attention to me anyway. I'm just me and, you know, I don't sing and I don't have these gifts and I'm not outward expressive and so folks don't really care about me and so they wouldn't matter if I didn't show up or not. I'm telling you right here, amen, that this writer, amen, I believe it's Paul, amen, made this statement. He said, he said that you should not forsake one another, hallelujah, that you, you shouldn't leave out, uh, amen, yourself as a part of those that have come together as the manner of some is. So much more so as you see the day approaching, amen, this forsaking of ourselves one to another or this gathering together, gathering together. That's what we were singing about, gathering together. It's the same word when Jesus made the statement he said oh Jerusalem Jerusalem how I would have gathered you together as a hen would gather her chicks amen it's the same idea in Malachi chapter 3 they are mine when I make up my jewels Woo! Hallelujah! don't you want to be a part of that Amen. Are you a part of it? Glory to God. That's the desire of the Lord. Amen. Is to put us together. Amen. In such a manner. Now, you know, I'm just going to be real with you here. Amen. I've come with a burden. Amen. I know this church, amen, has been from afar. I've known it for a little while now. We've been praying. Amen. There's folks across this land that's praying for this church. There are preachers across this land that are praying. They're interceding. They're fasting. Amen. They're separated unto God. And they're praying for this church right now. Do you know how important you are to the family of God? God loves this house. And the house is not the building. The house is the people of God. The family of God. David said, God, I won't build you a house. I dwell in a sealed house. I dwell in a house of cedar, and you dwell in a tent. And God sent a message back to Nathan. He said, you know what? He said, I've never asked for that. He said, I've never asked for you to build me a house, but I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do, David. I'm going to build you a house. I'm going to build you a house. I'm going to build you a family. I'm going to build you a heritage. I said, God is in the business of putting people together in a family style. Glory to God. Aren't you glad that you're a part of the family of God? Amen. I love that old chorus. Amen. I'm so glad that I'm a part of the family of God. Amen. Now, i got several scriptures here that I need to read. Amen. And I just want to share these with you. Amen. I read to you that Psalm 100. Amen. Where God has put us together and he calls us sheep. And I won't tell you sheep, uh, amen, or, or uh, have, a, have a nature all their own, amen. I mean, the Lord knew what he was doing when he made the sheep. And he brought it to Adam, and Adam called it what it was, amen. And he didn't call it dumb, and he didn't call it stupid, amen. He called it needy, needy, in need of a shepherd. Can I preach? 
in need of a shepherd. Sheep need a shepherd. Amen. They, 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 have, no, they have very little sense of self-preservation. They'll put their nose in the grass and they'll walk right off a cliff. They'll lay down, amen, in the evening, amen, and their wool will get so wet in the dew. And they get laid down in that, 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 that depression, that low spot to get out of the wind of the night. And they'll lay down in that depression. And then the night, their, their, their wool will be so full of dew. Amen. And then in the morning, wallowing around like that, their feet are stuck straight up in the air. And because of the weight of the wool, they can't move. And if, and if somebody don't come help them, amen, they will die that way. And that's what David said when he said, Why art thou cast down? Oh, my soul. That's what that cast down means. It means turn with your feet sticking straight up. You can't move. Wool is a symbol of sin in the Bible. Wallering in the night. And the morning comes. Your feet's up in the air. You can't move. But we have a shepherd. We have a shepherd that will come, amen, and rescue us. Glory to God. He's the one that got, we need a shepherd. Sheep, there's so many. I, it would, time would fail me to go through all of the analogies of the sheep. But i got others here. But I do want to share one verse with you, amen, in the book of Numbers, chapter number 27. I want you to turn there with me because I want you to read this for yourself. Numbers chapter 27 and verse number 15. Now, i got some scriptures I've got to read, amen. I'm, you know, I could preach like a house of fire and sometimes I feel like it amen but I didn't come I told sister Smith I didn't come as a flaming evangelist I come as a pastor's heart to a congregation that's needing a shepherd and I'm here to try to speak for the Lord and minister to you amen numbers chapter 27 and verse number 15 this is a this is a very very important moment amen Moses Amen. It's going to be taken up into the mount. God's going to bury him. And Moses has been leading these folks, amen, for quite a time. Now, old Pastor Moses, you know, he's got right now, he's probably got about 11 million following him. And here in verse number 15, And Moses spake unto the Lord, saying, Let the Lord, the God of the spirits of all flesh, set a man over the congregation, which may go out before them, and which may go in before them, and which may lead them out, and which may bring them in, that the congregation of the Lord be not as sheep which have no shepherd. And the Lord said unto Moses, Take thee Joshua, the son of Nun, Listen, a man in whom is the Spirit. And lay thine hand upon him. And set him before Eleazar the priest. And before all of the congregation. And give him a charge in their sight. And thou shalt put some of thine honor upon him. That all the congregation of the children of Israel may be obedient. And he shall stand before Eleazar the priest who shall ask counsel for him after the judgment of the Urim before the Lord. And his words, at his word shall they go out and at his word they shall come in. That's the Holy Ghost. Both he and the children of Israel with him, even all the congregation. Amen. There were some things here that I want you to notice. First of all, God is concerned about sheep who have no shepherd. 
He's concerned about that. You read in the book of Ezekiel, he been where in chapter 34, where God kind of he he kind of has a problem with some of the shepherds. He been because they're only interested in what they can gain from the sheep. Amen. And so, you know, God judged him right there. He meant through Ezekiel and he said, you know what? He said, I'll take care of the sheep. I'll take care of them. I'll make sure that they have what they need. I'm going to tell you the Holy Ghost, amen, is pastor in this church right now. Oh, you didn't hear me. I said the Holy Ghost, amen, is here. Amen. And he is helping you in this hour. Glory to God. He's helping me in this hour. Amen. It's not good, amen, for sheep to go, amen, without a pastor. So I want to tell you this morning, amen, that God is concerned, that God does have a plan, that God is working. And by the Holy Ghost, amen, he's holding things together because he's working out his will. Glory to God. And I know for a fact that God sees us, amen, and it's not good for sheep to be alone, especially. Amen. When they're without, amen, an under shepherd to watch over them. But that don't mean that the chief shepherd is not on the job. Hallelujah to God. Whoa, I'm so glad, Sister Smith, that Jesus is sitting at the head. Glory to God. I'm so glad, hallelujah, that he's here this morning. Amen. Don't let anybody be fooled. Don't let anybody miss out on the truth. Amen. The Lord knows where you are. He knows where this church is. And he knows what they need. He knows what you need. And the worst thing to happen is for the sheep who don't have a shepherd in the midst to begin to wander. You need to stay together. That's the purpose of this message. Amen. We need us. We need us. It's not good for us to be alone. Amen. We need, amen, the, the guiding hand, amen, of the shepherd. Praise God. Amen. Not only, let me move on. Not only are we uh, counted together, amen, we're made together as sheep, but there are several other analogies in the scripture that help us understand, amen, this message. And you knew it would come at some point. I hope you did because that's the message of the Lord. Amen. It's a message of unity. Amen. Every, every man that's come in, amen, who's worth his salt and has the Holy Ghost and stood in this pulpit, amen, in the absence of the one that the Lord has taken home, amen, has tried to preach this. And I want you to reach back and listen and learn and pay, and pay attention to the Holy Ghost because he is shepherding, amen. You gotta stay together. You gotta stay in one mind. You gotta stay in one accord. You gotta stay together. God's concerned about that. He's concerned about the individuals And he's concerned about them being together Amen So all through the scripture we have this analogy Amen In Ecclesiastes chapter 4 It tells us it's not good For one to be alone Amen For when he falls He doesn't have another to help him up Amen And I'm glad Amen That two can withstand him Who? The adversary And a threefold cord Is not quickly broken Hallelujah to God, Matthew chapter 18, the chapter on forgiveness. Amen. You ever read the context of that? You get down to about verse 19, and he said, Wherever two, amen, shall agree. It's in the context of forgiveness. God knows how to work when people are staying together. 
God can keep healing. God can keep the adversary from coming in and dividing up. Amen. God can work. Amen. As long as we have a mind. Amen. To be what God's called us to be. In 2 Timothy chapter number 2. Amen. Endure hardness as a good soldier. Amen. We sang about the song. I appreciate the songs. Amen. This morning. Amen. We are on the battlefield. Do you understand? You're a part of God's army. Amen. If you're saved. Amen. If you're saved. You're a part of the army of God And I won't tell you the last time I looked The army wasn't in disarray in God's kingdom But it was an enforce Amen it was a strong force Hallelujah Jesus is at the head He's our chief commander Hallelujah he's the one that reigns through the ranks Amen to encourage and strengthen And we are together strong Glory to God The church is a victorious church It's a victorious army We're not in disarray we're not in disarray. Hallelujah. There's no deserters in this army. And it doesn't matter whether you're a private or whether you're a, a colonel. Whether you have leadership or whether you've yet to have leadership. Hallelujah. We're made together better in God's army and we're victorious. Amen. And we are a family. I got so many scriptures. I don't want to labor you here, but amen. Turn with me to Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8, it tells us, amen, about this family of God. Amen. And I'm so glad that I'm a part of it. Amen. Romans chapter 8. I love chapter 8. I don't know about you, but you know, if, if, if a fellow didn't have anything else to preach, he could just take one verse at a time in Romans chapter 8, and he could stay there for 10 years. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 8 and verse number 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again for to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we, we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. If children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with Him, that we may be also glorified together. Hallelujah. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Hallelujah. A glorious church without spot or wrinkle. Do you know what that means? The glory of God rests on the people. Oh, hallelujah. When we get in one mind and one accord, then God has liberty. Amen. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. You're not hearing me. Amen. If you're not getting a blessing in church, if you're not, amen, feeling like you're a part, you need to move on in a little closer. You need to just press on in a little bit closer. Amen. Maybe God would lead you to somebody. Amen. An elder or somebody. Amen. You know, the younger women are supposed to be listening to the older women. And the young men are are supposed to be following after the elders and it's not a time to set oh I could preach it's not a time to set aside the elders and try to reach for something new but it's a time to respect those that are the gray head the hoary head we're to rise up before them we're not to set them aside they're a part of the kingdom of God they're the reason why things are going the way they're going held together hallelujah they're the pillars of the church and the winds blow, but they're strong. Glory to God. 
Hallelujah. They're not a stick in the mud. They're a stiff post in solid ground. And you need to recognize them as much. Some of you younger ones. Amen. Get up beside them. Get up beside them. Amen. Let them put their arm around you. Listen to me, young people. That's what you need. You need the elder saints. Those that have weathered the storm. Those whose lives have been softened. Amen. And strengthened. Softened. And strengthened. It ain't like trying to rub up against a cockaburr. Amen. But it's coming up next to the bosom of Christ himself. Who's put his strong arm around you. To help you in this hour. Amen. We're a family. Glory to God. Amen. And we are a holy people. Amen. Can I read it to you? Amen. Let me read it to you. 2 Corinthians chapter 6. You know where I'm going now. 2 Corinthians 6. Now for the recompense of the same. I speak as unto my children. Be ye also enlarged. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? You don't belong out there in the darkness. You belong in here with the children of light. And what concord, verse 15, hath Christ with Belial or Belial? Or what part hath he that believed with an infidel? Amen. And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them. And I will be their God. And they shall be my people. Wherefore come out from among them and be ye separate saith the Lord and touch not the unclean thing and I will receive you you see that's conditional amen in order I will be a father unto you and ye shall be my sons and daughters saith the Lord Almighty having therefore these promises dearly beloved let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit perfecting holiness in the fear of God Amen. God's family is a holy family. They're clean and they're pure. Amen. Peter told us that we are a holy priesthood. Amen. We're a peculiar people that we should show forth the praises of Him who brought us out of that darkness and into the marvelous light. For there was a time when we were without mercy, but now we have obtained mercy. We're a holy people. Y'all still believe in holiness? I'm talking about biblical holiness. Living right. Loving righteousness. Jesus loved righteousness. And the Bible says that's why God anointed him. And the people will be anointed if they love righteousness. What's the word for righteousness? Just the right ways of God. Doing right for right's sake. Come on. Doing right for right's sake. Do what's right. Amen. Do what's right, husband, to your wife. Do what's right, mom, to your children. Do what's right, daddy. Do what's right. Do what's right on the job. Do what's right in the church. Do what's right in the family of God. 
God said, I'll be a father to you. I'll be a father to you, but you've got to come out from that world. Ah, oh, hallelujah. Amen. You can't live one foot in that family and one foot in this family. You can't serve God and mammon. You're going to hold to one. Amen. Or you're going to cleave to the other. Amen. You cannot serve God and mammon. You cannot serve Christ and this world. Is that all right? Is that, I know that's old-fashioned, but amen. I'm glad God's old-fashioned. He don't change, so why should I? Why should you? What was good 50 years ago in preaching is still good today. Well, I hope I get a few more amens along the way. Glory to God. I still believe in old-fashioned living right. Glory to God. Amen. And I believe that God wants us to live that way. Amen. It's right for our children. It's a safety for our kids. Come on, church. The young people of our day. Amen. Are being inundated. Amen. They're being overwhelmed. And the struggle is real. Yes, it is. But you and I are the refuge that they need. Hallelujah. The church ought to be the refuge for the youth of this country. Amen. We need each other. We need us. Amen. So God is showing us in many different places. Amen. Not only are we a family, amen, but we are also a bride. Isaiah 62 and 5 says, For as a young man marrieth a virgin, so shall thy sons marry thee. And as a bridegroom rejoiceth over the bride, so shall thy God rejoice over thee hallelujah when you're a bride when you're together when you're one when you're collected together and you're serving him amen you're not five foolish and five wise amen but we're a house of wise hallelujah and we're living for him and we're expecting him I kind of sensed a little about that here when we were singing glory to God I'm glad for the saints who are looking for the coming of the Lord I'm glad for those that are keeping their garments spotless I'm glad for those that are walking in this world amen but they're not ruled by this world and they're not set by this world but they're walking in the king's hallelujah in his palace already we're already enjoying the benefits of the betrothal but the wedding ceremony is still yet to come hallelujah oh we're a bride we're a bride church second corinthians 11 and 2 paul said this way for i am jealous over you with a godly jealousy for i have espoused you to one husband that i may present amen you as a chaste virgin to christ hallelujah oh there's so much there in that idea of the bride but i gotta press on first corinthians chapter 12 and I told you I had several scriptures. You can give me just a little bit longer here. First Corinthians chapter number 12. This is really, really, really important. This is kind of where I wanted to go. Amen. First Corinthians chapter number 12. Amen. And verse number 12. Glory to God. For as the body is one and hath many members and all the members of that one body being many are one body. So also is Christ. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews, Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. For the body is not many members, is not, listen, listen. For the body is not one member, but many. 
Now he's going he's gonna to help that understand and then he's going to bring the body back together. He, look, he separates out just to look at the individual members. And remember we're to consider one another. Amen. And you, I'll read just a little bit further here. But I want you to understand about this body. It is a given that we are different. It is a given. God did make us different. We're not cookie cutter. Amen. And, and, and I, in, in the highest and the most utmost respect. Amen. Hear me. I had this same statement that I gave to the first lady. Listen to me. Brother Gene Smith was a rare, unique man. There was nobody like him. Nobody. There'll never be another Gene Smith. There'll never be there'll never there'll never be another man of God like that. There'll never be another man of God like that in this city. Everywhere he went. Honored him. I remembered him. We went to the same restaurant he took us the very first night we came here. First time I'd ever been in Florida. 15 years ago. And of course, Sister Smith didn't know that. But we went to the very same restaurant where we came the first time. And I remembered the place. Because I remembered not just the walls. But I remembered how Gene Smith interacted with the people around him. Never a man like that. Okay. And there's not going to be another. Now I love you enough to tell you that. I loved him enough. To honor him. Nobody's ever going to replace him. But God has a shepherd. And God has a man. But it's not going to be Gene Smith. Is it alright for me to say that? Y'all still with me? You're not going to fall out with me now are you? No one will ever replace him. His shoes. They're still sitting right there. When I prayed with that man in this, in this sanctuary early in the mornings. That's where his shoes were. He took them off. Before he got before the Lord. Nobody will ever be able to fill those shoes. Nobody. You hear the Holy Ghost. And God's not expecting you to believe for somebody to fill his shoes. We have benefited. All of us. By the blessing of that man in our lives. And I'm just taking a moment here. Because I, I just want you to understand where my heart is. Okay, when I came in here to pray this morning, I took my shoes off. Because many times that's what I do. But I couldn't put them in that spot. Nobody can. When God gives you a man, it's not going to be Gene Smith. He's going to be God's man. Just like Gene Smith was God's man. It's a different that we're it's a, it's it's a given that we're all different. We're all stones, lively stones Peter called us built up into a spiritual house. Amen for the habitation of God. Well, how do you put so many cockeyed stones? They're all shaped different. No two of them will sit next to each other. One of them 
might have a sharp end, and you put it next to somebody's salt, and it'll just jab them every time. So what does God do? There's an old English word in there, brother, called plaster or plaster. It's the love of God. It's the love of God. The love of God fits the stones together. And no matter how sharp one another is, and no matter how difficult it is to try to get them to set together, they're all built on one foundation. Hallelujah. It's a solid foundation. Glory to God. On the rock, Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And the church is built on that. He's built on the foundation. And this church is built on that foundation. I have no doubt about that whatsoever. Amen. That the Lord, this is the Lord's planting. Hallelujah. God planted this church and he made this foundation. And he's raised up stones on it. And he's put y'all together. Amen. And the only thing that holds you together is the love of God. And the love of God is what keeps you from rubbing one another the wrong way. But together you're strengthened into a spiritual house. And God has a witness in this God forsaken world. In a dark place there's a light. Hallelujah. And you may feel like your light's not burning very bright. But you light a birthday candle in a large cavern. And somebody will still have a reference point. It doesn't matter how dim you think the light is. It's whether it's lit or not and I believe it's lit in this house and God said his name in this place and there's a light burning in the house hallelujah amen are you a part of it are you a part of the walls are you a part of the roof are you the pillars are you holding together glory to God what happens if one stone gets pulled out the whole wall is weakened now is not the time to leave. Brother Gans, you're stepping way out there. I'm obeying the Lord. Now's not the time. I'd, li- I'd like to give a warning. Amen. Out there in the circle, just beyond the light, is an adversary walking about. As a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Amen. And I know that folks like to sing that he ain't nothing but an old toothless cat. Amen. But even the angels durst not bring a railing accusation against him. But said the Lord rebuke you Satan. Amen. They didn't make fun. They didn't jest. They didn't carry on. Amen. They didn't lift themselves up in pride. Jesus said, say, because, because, you know, you come in rejoicing. Because even the devils are subject to you. He said, in this rejoice not. But rather that your names are written down in the Lamb's book of life. Hallelujah. We're no match for that adversary. Don't you think for a moment because you live for God for 30 or 40 years. That you can get out there on your own. And start hopping around. Oh, help me preach God. And get out there and start running around and thinking I don't need to be a part of a family of God anymore because me and Jesus we got our own thing going we are made together you ever met somebody no matter what you tell them I know I know I know I read my Bible I pray every day but you're not in the house of God You're not in a family of God. And worst of all, you're shepherdless. 
So the Lord made us to be together. I love y'all. I'm really not trying to preach hard at you. But we got to get this thing up front. Hallelujah. In the book of Acts, every time the Holy Ghost was poured out and the glory rested on the church, it's because they were in one mind and one accord. And that's what I'm looking for this week. Woo! I'm looking for the move of God. Amen. Are you looking with me? Amen. Are you watching with me? Amen. Are you on the edge of your seat with me? Hallelujah. If you're not, amen, you need to scoot up. Hallelujah. I don't know everybody can't sit on the front row. Amen. But we might try it sometime. Glory to God. Amen. Y'all think that's funny? Amen. You sit on that back seat too long, get cold in your in your spirit, and after a while you'll lose out. Amen. And God will come. You can't feel him anymore. Amen. I'm not faulting anybody sitting on the back row this morning. Don't fall out with me there. But I'm telling you proverbially. Amen. You keep scooting back and scooting back and scooting back. And after a while, you'll find something bites you. Amen. I'm telling you, you need to stay up close where the fire is. You need to stay up close where the shepherd is. I'm talking about the chief shepherd. Hallelujah. You need to stay in these altars. Oh, young people, now's not the time to cut and run but it's a time to get in these altars and let somebody drape their arm over you and help you pray through and get it for yourself if you don't have the baptism of the Holy Ghost you need to get in these altars this week and get your and get your cup and get your gift that the Lord's got for you now is not the time to fall apart we are Members one of another. Amen. And if the foot shall say, because I'm not the hand, I'm not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear shall say, because I'm not of the body. Amen. Listen. I'm not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? And if the whole were hearing, where the smelling? Notice this. But now hath God set the members, every one of them, in the body, as it hath pleased him. And if they were all one member, then where were the body? If we're all to be the same, then we lose who we are. Amen. The only reflection we should have is of Christ. That's our oneness. One spirit. Amen. And one head. And that's Christ. I know this is elementary. And you forgive me if I'm laboring it. But we need to hear once again how God has made us. He's made us together. He's made us together. Every one of you is important to God. And if you don't feel like you can do anything for the Lord, you just don't know what God's got in store for you. And if you don't think that you can sing or you can play the piano or you can, wow, well, Brother David, he can really fight. Wow. Wow, that song leader, I mean, he's singing, Lord. Wow. Wow, that person prayed. That person gave message in tongues and somebody in turn wow wow but it's your turn it's your turn 
Because he gives those gifts severally as he will. It's his will, hallelujah, for you to be used in the body. Every one of you. Every one of you's got a place. Every person here. Amen. And so I, I got to move on. I want you to know that, amen, that God has made us, amen, that we are to be together. And the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee. Nor again the hand to the feet, the head to the feet, I have no need of you. Nay, much more those members of the body which, which seem to be more feeble. That word feeble is weak. They seem to be more weak. Paul says they are necessary. They're necessary. Hallelujah. And those members of the body which we think, we think less honorable... Upon these we bestow more abundant honor. And our uncomely parts have more abundant comeliness. For our comely parts have no need. But God hath tempered the body together. Having given the body, amen, given more abundant honor to that part which lacked. That there should be no schism. Division comes when weakness is ignored. When somebody is struggling, we are to bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. When they're weak, we bestow more honor on them. We give them more comeliness. We reach to them and we help them. Because when we do, we seal up the gaps where schisms can start. I'm preaching to you this morning. That's where division and schisms come from. It comes from the weak areas. The devil's not going to attack the strong, the strength. He's not going to attack the strong. He's going to attack the weak. And if we don't guard the weak, are you hearing me? That's what a shepherd does. He guards the weak so that they are covered. They are protected. And that's what Paul's telling us here. That's how you keep schisms out of the body. But that the members should have the same care one for another. And whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it. Or if one member be honored, all the members rejoice with it. Now ye are the body of Christ and members in particular. Hallelujah. And so because we're, so many, we're made up of so many different analogies in the scripture that tells us that we need to be together and we're a part of something bigger than ourselves. Therefore we are responsible one to another. And I love the scripture that's found in Philippians chapter 2 and verse 1. If there be therefore any consolation in Christ. If any comfort of love. If any fellowship of the spirit. If any bowels and mercies. Fulfill you my joy. That you be like minded. Having the same love. Being of one accord in one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory. But in lowliness of mind let each. Esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things. But every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you. Which was in Christ Jesus. That's the heart of the Lord. That's the mind of God. That we care for one another. Jesus gave himself. I love that saying up there. 
I love that. For me to die is Christ. Hallelujah. Not to die is gain and to live is Christ. And so I just want to wonder about you and I. As we gather around the fellowship table today. Whether you would consider how important it is what you're a part of. And what the Lord wants to do in this house. 1 John chapter 4 and verse 7. Beloved, let us love one another for love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God. For God is love. In this was manifested the love of God toward us. Because that God sent his only begotten son into the world. That he might live, that we might live through him herein. Is love or that kind of love. Not that we love God. But that he loved us. And sent his son to be a propitiation for our sins. And so by the example of his son. He gave himself in love anyway. Anyway. Beloved if God so loved us. We are also to love one another. Sometimes they won't love us back. And sometimes we don't love them back. And that's, uh, that's a shame. But you know what. Amen. The love of God is going to overcome all of that. If you'll remember that you're a part of something bigger than yourself. Hallelujah. Brother Mathis, one of the most beautiful services I've ever been in is when God begins to heal among the church. When people begin to stand up and confess and go and hug somebody's neck and not want to bite their ear. And maybe God will do that. Maybe the, maybe the Lord don't need to do that. I don't know any of you. I promise you. Sister Smith, she ain't filled me in. I just come praying. I just come praying to help this body. Amen. To come together in unity. Because listen to me. When God brings the man, if you're in unity, there won't be no dissension. Now, that's just plain okie talk, but that's just plain common sense. Amen. And we're all been made to drink in one spirit. We all serve it under one cloud. Come on. Everywhere you look in that Bible, it's unity, 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 unity. And the Spirit of God was poured out on the house. Amen. Because they were in one mind, in one accord. And when they prayed together in one mind, in one accord, amen, God granted them with boldness that they may speak the word. Woo! Hallelujah. And give witness to the resurrection. Glory to God. Amen. Everywhere, everywhere you look in the scripture, it's there. Hallelujah. And I'm talking to this house. God's talking to this house. Amen. This morning that you and I need to lay hold of this right here at the beginning so that we can have the very best that God has for us and the outpouring of His Spirit. Amen. You don't need me to preach if the Holy Ghost is preaching. Glory to God. Amen. I know that everything's got to be done decently in order. I know, amen, there needs to be some leading, but I I'm going to tell you this if God really wanted to do what he'd like to do and if he really had his way amen there'd be folks amen laid out there'd be folks under the altar there'd be folks shouting there'd be folks preaching there'd be folks speaking in tongues there'd be folks giving messages in tongues and interpretation there'd be prophecy there'd be the laying on of hands hallelujah to God there'd be a word of wisdom to some young person there'd be a word of knowledge to some young married couple I'm telling you God could have have his way in this church. Yeah.
One mind, one accord. Stand with me. Hallelujah to God. I got to quit. I had so many other scriptures, but I got to be done. Hallelujah. Let me just read this. It is the will and desire of Jesus Christ. Amen. He said in John 13 and 25, by this shall all men know that you are my disciples. If you have love one for another. Amen. And I love Brother Mathis, his high priestly prayer. In John 17. In verse number 18, he said, as thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself. That they all might be sanctified through the truth. Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. That they all may be one. As thou, Father, art in me and I in thee. That they also may be one in us. That the world may believe that thou hast sent me. And the glory which thou gavest me. I have given them that they may be one, even as we are one. I and them, thou and me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that thou hast sent me and hast loved me as thou hast loved me. Father, I preach what you give me. And I thank you, Lord, right now, God, for your hand upon this church to help us, Lord, in this day of fellowship and love to one another, a time of homecoming, a time, Lord, of reaching to one another and drawing each other up close and binding together and unifying, Lord, so that there not be one that feels left out, that there not be one that feels, Lord, that they're insignificant, or that they don't matter. That there not be one that we lifted up above another. But that we would all come together Lord. In the love of God. I pray for such in this church Lord. As an under shepherd myself God. I pray for this flock. That you will minister to their hearts. Their wounds. Their needs. Their schisms. Their differences. And that you would begin, oh God, in earnest today to heal all such things. So that they may be truly in one mind, in one accord. So that as you bring the man of God, there will just be no doubt. Father, I pray these things in the name of Jesus. And I ask you, Lord, to bear witness by your spirit in our hearts right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.